It's very hard to imagine we've been doing it so long, Northside not being a missions church. We're still working on being missional, but for 10 years now, we've been a missions church. We've been intentionally, thoughtfully, carefully working to spend uh, to spread the gospel in a way that gets it to as many folks as possible as efficiently as a pos- as possible and as effectively as possible if i were to ask you what's the most beautiful part of your body it's likely that you would not answer your feet and yet the apostle paul says that those who bring good news have Beautiful feet. He's speaking symbolically, of course. He's talking not necessarily about the feet or the person, but about the message that that person carries of hope and of eternal life with God through Jesus Christ. That's a beautiful thing. And indeed, whether you are doing it all around the world or whether you're doing it with your neighbors next door, when you share hope with another person, you share what's beautiful and good. You need to know two simple things as we talk about missions this morning, and then I'm going to step out of the way. First is that missions is part of our culture. Who we are at Northside has a lot to do with our belief that the gospel is good news. And we take that very seriously. It's our goal to be a sending church. Turn to Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, or read it on your handout. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I heard a person say one time that those verses were just to the apostles. It was only intended for them. And I need to correct that way of thinking. I thank God that it's not that way. I thank God that the person who shared the gospel with me didn't believe that about those verses. We believe that the Great Commission is an ongoing commission. That all Christians throughout all time, everywhere, have a responsibility. Not out of guilt or obligation, but out of a... Just think what happens when good things happen to you. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to tell someone. And that's what sharing the gospel is all about. And when you're at Northside, that's what we're all about. Secondly, you need to understand that our missions are intentional. That every missionary that we send out, some churches just have a missions budget and they'll just send money to anywhere, to anything. And that's not exactly how we work. If you've been following our missions efforts, you should know we have five missions that we intentionally purposely support the the missions team is asking for one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars now that's over and above our normal budget and you may say that sounds like a lot but i don't know if you sat down to figure it out but when you figure up the five missions that we support four of them reach three point eight million people 
3.8 million people means that our $175,000 reaches potentially 3.8 million people at a cost of one nickel a person. That's pretty efficient. That's pretty effective. You say, well, that missionary is not going to reach all of those people. But they're there. They're training people to obey Jesus who will then train other people to obey Jesus. And that's how the gospel spreads. Now, it's even more efficient than a nickel because we've got one mission on there that goes all over the world. And so we're talking pennies, folks. We're talking pennies for the missions that we support. It's a wonderful work. It's part of who we are. It's so good to be a part of Mission Sunday. Now, let's listen intentionally and purposely about the work that's going on here at Northside. Ten years ago marked the beginning of several big things at Northside. That year we held the first Women Walking with God conference. And last weekend, as you may know, close to 1,500 women were blessed by the 10th conference. Ten years ago, a young college graduate named Jonathan Hannigan began doing mission work in South America. And ten years ago, we held our first Mission Sunday. Not long before that day, Steve had challenged us to move from inside to outside, to focus less on ourselves and more on those who haven't heard the gospel. Moving from inside to outside then naturally became a great title for our monthly missions newsletter that we do. As most of you know, Northside's regular budget, and as Toby just mentioned, does not include money for missions. Instead, we ask you once a year to tell us how much mission work you want this church to do. We do that by asking you to turn in a card to tell us the amount that you plan to give to missions over the next 12 months. Thank you for the sacrifices that you've made to support Northside mission work in the past. And thank you for what you will be doing this coming year. I always like to start this presentation by showing you pictures of the good things that have been done by our missionaries in recent years. And, of course, they could not do what they do without your help. Every year we give you an update on each of our missionaries. Sometimes they're here in person, but more often they're just uh, here on video. And so we like to watch a short video from each one of them, and that's what we're going to do today. We'll start this morning with a video from Alex and Aaron Flood. They moved to St. Paul, Minnesota at the beginning of 2014, and in November of that year, they planted a brand new church. Every Sunday, a group meets in their living room to worship God together. Paul Harrington serves as Northside's main contact, or liaison, with the floods. And as I'm sure you've heard, Alex and Aaron had a little boy named Shepard last summer, and they're expecting their second child this September. Last week, Aaron and three other women from, the, uh, from their church attended our women's conference. And here's Aaron pictured with a couple of those women there. Um, and in a month, the floods are uh, going to be coming from their church with a few more to, to family camp. If you go to family camp this year, I really hope that you'll make a point to spend some time visiting uh, with the floods and encouraging them about their work. So let's watch the video from the floods at this time. As I look over the city of St. Paul at the top of this bridge, I think of those I've met so far by God's providence and those who I have yet to meet. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30-31, through 31, 
But by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that just as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. I'd like you to meet the following people, who by his doing, are in Christ Jesus. My name is Zane, Zaina Bungara, full name, and I met Alex and Aaron about two years ago. We've been studying the Bible, and um, it's been quite a life-changing experience for me and my daughter, and I've been coming to the Lakeville Church of Christ since it started here about a year and a half ago, and I really like it because it gives me something to look forward to every Sunday. And um, my daughter, too. Her favorite part is being here, eating together, praying together, and spending time together. And it gives us hope, something different from where we're coming from. My name is Andrew. I started going to the Lake Phelan Church of Christ in August. I got baptized also in August 22, 2015. What I love most about the church is that they preach the word from the Bible and I'll show you the word in the Bible that they are preaching for so you can get more understanding what they are preaching about. So I really love that. It uh, gets you more understanding so you can know what they are preaching about. My name is Larry. Um, I met Alex at a meetup Bible study, Alex and Aaron and Shepard. It was uh, September 3rd, if I remember right. Um, I went to those for about a month or so, and then I started coming here to the Lake Phelan Church of Christ. Um, I've enjoyed it since then. I was baptized in February by Alex. Um, I really like coming here. Uh, I've learned a lot about the Bible, Jesus, God, and spirituality in general. Please pray for us at the Lake Phelan Church of Christ as we strive to rescue the perishing and bring glory to God. As I look over the city... Northside has supported Jonathan Hannigan for ten years... He worked in Venezuela for five years, and then when it became too dangerous to stay in Caracas, he moved to Buenos Aires, Argentina. He's pictured here with Ben Tyson and me when we went to see him last fall. Ben serves as our liaison to Jonathan. Three years ago, Jonathan and a small team planted a new church in the Palermo neighborhood of Buenos Aires. The church is called Iglesia de Cristo Redentor, or the Redeemer Church of Christ. Jonathan also teaches at the four-year-old Argentine Bible Institute. 
By the way, Jonathan will be in Wichita on furlough May 8th through 15th and will join us at family camp this year. Now I want to show, whoops, hang on a second. Now I want to show you a uh, professional video that was made to promote the church that Jonathan planted. This video is in Spanish since it is being used to reach out to the people of Buenos Aires. So we've added subtitles to allow you to follow along. Para mí la iglesia significa el cuerpo de Cristo, aquella familia donde puedo, donde encontré este, ese refugio para encontrar y, y seguir el camino del Señor. Bueno, bíblicamente la iglesia es una familia, un conjunto de personas ¿no? que son llamados, dice la Biblia que son llamados afuera ¿no? para seguir el camino del Señor. Bueno, o sea, es un grupo de personas que ahora se reúnen, que son una familia y que juntos aprenden cómo vivir para agradar al Señor juntos. Una familia donde no hay distinción de raza, color, personas, idiomas, una familia universal. Hace casi tres años comenzamos la iglesia acá en Palermo, que se reúne en una casa por el Alto Palermo, eh, porque nos interesaba formar una comunidad de personas de distintos países, con distintos trasfondos, que pudieran venir y ser una sola familia en Jesús. Queríamos dar a conocer a Jesús, no solo para que tuviésemos una creencia acerca de Él, sino que para que también pudiéramos poner en práctica su vida acá en la tierra, en nuestra ciudad. Va a encontrar una comunidad muy variada, pero que de todas formas va a poder encontrar su lugar. Va a poder encontrar un, una familia, un lugar donde estar, gente que, que está preocupada por, por ellos y pensando en, en lo mejor que se le puede dar. Más allá de que lo más importante que, que, que va a encontrar es precisamente el amor de Dios compartido entre, entre personas. Bueno, juntos como familia disfrutamos esta hermosa vida que nos regaló Jesús, compartimos y estudiamos juntos, aprendemos los unos de los otros, compartimos nuestras luchas y, nuestra, o nuestras luchas y necesidades, nuestra fortaleza, nuestras victorias. O sea, compartimos de lo que Dios nos da, lo compartimos con la familia en Cristo. ¿no? Eh, con la familia de Cristo aprendemos espiritualmente a, a, cómo, mejor, a cómo relacionarnos mejor con, con nuestro Dios. Bien dice la Biblia que es la manera como le demostramos a Dios que le amamos, ¿no? Amándonos unos a los otros, amándonos como hermanos, sirviéndonos en, en los momentos en que nos necesitan. Salimos, compartimos, jugamos juntos, reímos juntos, lloramos juntos. Y eso es maravilloso. Más que todo es, es que es familia y comunión creo que lo principal es creo que el apoyo mutuo que hay entre las personas que vienen de otros países o las personas que puedan necesitar de algo y puedas colaborar con ellos y comprender a cada una de esas personas acogerlo y si necesita ayuda apoyarlo a través de una, una amiga que me invitó un, me dijo pues que había un grupo de, de chicos que se reunían para que eran amigos eh, acá cerca en, que eran más o menos todos de la, de la misma edad, que tal vez nos gustaría, por la forma, la comunión que había en el, en el lugar. Encontrarse con, con Jesús o conocer a Jesús es más fácil de lo, de lo que parece. Somos nosotros quienes ponemos barreras o límites para lograr ese encuentro. Es simplemente abrir tu, tu corazón, tu mente. Hay algo más allá de lo que, de lo que conocemos físicamente o o naturalmente. 
y eso que hay más allá es, es ese amor tan grande que tiene Dios por nosotros, que no se puede comparar a, na, a nada que podamos conocer de forma natural aquí en este, en este mundo. La iglesia para mí representa el cuerpo de Cristo y también representa la familia, comunidad, hermandad. De todo lo que hacemos acá me gusta, sobre todo cuando hacemos los cánticos, me agrada mucho poder eh, alabar al Señor todos, todos juntos. Y también me gusta la diversidad que hay en la iglesia y que podemos conocer diferentes culturas. Eh, le diría que, que se olvide de los prejuicios o de lo que ya conoce por lo que le han dicho quizás y que se acerque primero a la iglesia a conocer un poco y para que pueda saber a, por experiencia propia cómo se vive entre hermanos cristianos y, y pueda tener esa convivencia y, y esa armonía en Cristo. Es muy importante que no solamente nos vemos como miembros, eh, nos vemos como familia. Entonces, apenas entras acá, por más que nadie te conoce, eh, se puede sentir el amor y el respeto por el otro. Entonces, por más que... Nadie te conozca, es muy, muy lindo y muy diferente el trato que recibís cuando venís acá. Northside has supported the work in Toluca, Mexico for many years. Roberto Zepeda directs the Latin American Bible Institute there, which is a branch of the Sunset International Bible Institute. Spanish is, uh, or in Spanish, this school is called Instituto uh, Latinoamericano de Estudios Bíblicos. How do you like that? My Spanish is great, right? And it goes by the initials I-L-E-B, which the, the Spanish way of saying that would be ELEB. So you'll hear us pronounce it that way a lot. In addition to uh, directing the school, Roberto also publishes the Spanish uh, language version of the Christian Chronicle newspaper. His wife, Betty, also works at the school. Craig Greenwood is our newest addition to the missions oversight team, and he serves as Roberto's liaison from Northside. In addition to the main school in Toluca, there are 13 satellite schools in cities throughout Mexico and six more in Venezuela, Panama, Peru, and Cuba, all with a total of 469 students. Amazing. Over the 15 years uh, that ELEB has uh, been in operation, There have been 155 graduates from the main school in Toluca, and 84% of them are working in some type of ministry in Mexico or in another country. I think that's amazing. And, of course, hundreds more have graduated from the many branch schools. This past year, teachers and students from the school in Toluca decided to conduct a women's conference, of all things. From all reports, it was a big success, as you can see, with over 600 women in attendance. And I want you to look real close at this picture. If you'll notice, most of the women appear to be wearing the same light blue scarf. I, I guess Northside is not the only church that really gets into a color theme at a women's conference. The final video we're going to see today was made by Robin and Chrissy Vick in Falkirk, Scotland. They've been working there for almost six years now. It's been more than three years since the Falkirk Church of Christ started meeting in this community hall that you see here. Kevin Nash joined the missions committee not long ago to serve as our liaison for the VIX. 
He and Franny made a site visit to Scotland last fall to see the Vicks uh, and to meet the people they work with and to observe their work. So let's, uh, let's watch that video now. Brethren, we're so thankful for your participation in our mission here and that your support gives us the opportunity to spread the gospel here in central Scotland. It's hard to believe that we've now been on the field for five years and a lot has changed for us in that space of time. But through it all, we've been blessed. One of our biggest changes this past year has been our team situation as teammates left the field to return home to the US. But we know that God has been working and is working mightily in our times of transition as it's something that we're used to here. The church plant in Falkirk began in our living rooms and over time as we grew we moved into larger premises being blessed to find a community centre to meet in. It's been a place of worship for us for morning and evening services and a place for us to be able to serve the surrounding community. Through the changes, God has brought growth and has blessed us abundantly. Please continue to pray for our children's ministry and Sunday school program. We have a number of families with young children who are involved in our kids' ministry. And in the last year or so, we've also had a number of children from the community coming along too. Hey guys, are they turn around and wave? Say hi, I'll introduce you now to our brother Neil Scobie, one of our members who grew up at a nearby congregation. Though he was discouraged in many ways until we connected at a men's day and his family then became involved in our Sunday evening studies. Six years ago we were in a very different place spiritually. Uh, in the time that's passed I can see that our kids are more engaged with their faith and are engaging more with other Christians. My wife Sam is uh, connected with Chrissy and has really developed a desire to grow and develop in our faith. And even as a family, we have started a weekly study with family members that are seeking. It seems incredible to look at the change that's happened over the last few years. It makes me really excited to see where it's going to take us in the years to come. Two of Neil's children, Joe and Ella, have now been baptised into Christ and as Neil mentioned, they recently began a weekly family study with non-Christian family members who are so excited about their growth. Please also continue to pray for our coffee shop Bible studies, both in Falkirk and the city of Glasgow, where we regularly have people show up ready to study the Word of God with one another. Pray that seeds will be sown in hearts and that those attending will be challenged to become active disciples. We thank you for your continued support and encouragement of us from afar. Please feel free to keep up with us by adding us as a friend on Facebook or via the Caledonian Call, our regular newsletter updates. Brethren, we love you. And we miss you. And we hope you know that your mission's involvement is changing lives here in central Scotland and indeed across the world. God bless. Bye. 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 We love you. They might be watching uh, today on, uh, on what do you call that thing, uh, streaming video. So thank you for some of you saying goodbye. That's good. You know, sometimes I think we need subtitles on these, these uh, people that speak English in a kind of a weird accent. <coughs> Sorry, Robin and Chrissy, if you're watching. The final video that we're going to... Whoops. Sorry. For, for several years, our five-year-olds who... Fourth grade classes have, have brought donations every week to help one of our missionaries share God's love. Currently, the children are giving to help the Vicks with their work in Scotland. So the giving program is named KISS, Kids in Service to Scotland. Here's a picture of the Vicks holding the zebra's uh, kiss jar during their furlough ten years ago. Two years ago, excuse me, two years ago. 
As we do every Mission Sunday, a couple of children from each class are going to bring their contributions to the front. We'll ask the children to go ahead and come down now. Last year, the Vicks uh, knew ahead of time that our children were raising money for their work. So four months before they received it, they and their church held a special dinner at Christmas time, hoping they would get enough money from the children to pay for the dinner. They invited people from the community uh, who live near the hall where they meet, and there were 35 church members who came to the meal and 35 from the community. Some of the money donated by our children was used to buy Christmas presents for the underprivileged children uh, who attended the dinner from the community. And I'm very happy to tell you this year that our children gave $366. Robin told me that they're already... They are already trying to find a, a good way to use that money. So children... Uh, he asked me to thank all of you who gave during the past year. They, they really appreciate your generosity. Thanks a lot. You guys can have a seat now. This is my favorite part of Mission Sunday every year. The final mission work that uh, Northside supports is World Christian Broadcasting. In 1983, they built a shortwave radio station in Alaska and began sending radio programs to half of the globe in different languages. Ten years ago, this ministry began constructing a new radio station in Madagascar. Unfortunately, the country experienced a coup, and the president, who had been a friend to World Christian, was removed from office. The new government, which basically hated the U.S., would not approve the completion of the work. A few years ago, because of pressure from America and other countries, Madagascar finally held free and democratic elections, and a more friendly U.S. president was voted into office. Excuse me, let me try that again. A more U.S. friendly... Whoa, I'm going to get in trouble. A more U.S. friendly president was voted into office, and the station was eventually approved. President Obama is not over Madagascar. Okay. In case you missed our big announcement on Easter Sunday, the Madagascar World Voice radio station began broadcasting on Easter Sunday, March 27th. This station is now taking the gospel to areas of the world where it has not gone for hundreds of years. This map shows the areas covered by the three new antennas. Amazingly, just a few hours after they started broadcasting, World Christian began getting emails from people all over the world who had picked up the signals from Madagascar. They actually heard from listeners in Sri Lanka, India, Russia, Finland, Ukraine, Germany, the United Arab Emirates, Bulgaria, Italy, Colombia, Sweden, and even Kansas, believe it or not. It's not a foreign country, but, you know, I think that's cool that we can get it. 20 hours of programming goes out each day from the station in Alaska. They send out 10 hours of Mandarin Chinese, 5 hours of Russian, and 5 hours of English every day. Every week from three Spanish radio stations, most of Cuba and Latin America have been covered over the last few years. And now from Madagascar, Arabic programs are covering the entire Middle East. English for Africa programs make the gospel available for all of Africa. And Spanish broadcasts cover all of South America every day with the gospel. Now that this new station is on the air, 
world Christian is making a special plea to churches and to individual Christians to help them raise more money to pay for two new things. First, they have to make their own electricity. So they need to buy a lot of diesel fuel. And second, they need to add staff members so, who speak Portuguese and Korean so that they can send the gospel into countries like Brazil and into North and South Korea. The missions oversight team and our elders are confident that you will want to help World Christian accomplish those dreams. So our giving goal is a little higher this year than it was last year. We are praying that we'll be able to, to give extra this year to help World Christian reach out to the 78 million people who speak Korean and to the 109 million people who speak Portuguese. Last year on Mission Sunday, we challenged you to give close to $165,000 because of the urgent need to give extra to World Christian. This year, we have increased our giving goal by 6% to $175,000. I'm really happy to tell you that our missions giving this past year was the second highest that it's been in the past 10 years. We believe God wants us to stretch and to grow our faith, to do more each year, to spread His good news throughout the world. So really, an increase of 6% in our, our giving goal is, is right on track with what we want to be doing each year. I wish you could see all of the requests that come in for support for every year from well-qualified, faithful missionaries who want to spread the good news but don't have the support they need. We have several good works in mind right now that we want to support as soon as we have more funds to, to help with uh, their work. For us to meet this year's giving goal, a lot of us are going to need to find ways to give a little bit more. Or maybe some who have not been able to, to support missions in the past will find a, a way to do so this year. Information about the missionaries we support can be found in the Missions Sunday brochure that most of you received when you entered the auditorium. And if you don't have one yet, they'll be available at the doors when you leave. Inside the brochure, you'll find a purpose card that looks like this. There we go. No, somehow the purpose card is not there. Imagine, if you will, a purpose card that looks like this. I don't know why it's not there. Technology is a wonderful thing. Please fill it out and drop it in the collection plate next Sunday morning. You can give the entire amount of, uh, of your offering all at once if you want, uh, such as this check shows, or you can spread it out by giving some every week uh, or by making monthly gifts. If you want to give all of your missions offering at one time, please write uh, a separate check. Whoops, I'm ahead somehow. There we go. Right, there you go. Write a separate check like that. Uh, and, and put Missions Sunday on the memo line. If you prefer to spread out your missions offering, please write just one check each time you contribute and tell us on the memo line how much of that total should go to missions and how much to know your Bible. Next Sunday, most of you know the routine by now, next Sunday we're going to pass the collection plates just one time. Please put your checks and your purpose cards in the offering plate. If you'd like to give online using the uh, Church Life app on your smartphone, just press the menu key in the upper left uh, corner of the app and then select Giving. On the next screen, you can type in the amount that you want to give, select the Missions Fund to direct the giving, 
and indicate whether you want this to be a one-time or a recurring offering. You can also set up online giving by going to the Northside website and selecting online giving from the members menu. On the next screen, you can type in the amount you want to give and specify the missions fund. You know, every time I talk to one of our missionaries or read uh, a report about what they're, they're doing with their work, I am, I'm just amazed at how much good God is doing through you and through your faithful contributions. It's our prayer that you will continue to support our mission work so that we can help our missionaries spread the good news of God all over the world. Toby? Well, you've been given all of the information. Now what I need to do is give you something for application. Three simple points. Three things that everyone here can do. Uh, The first is you can pray. Now, I know we say that all the time, but we have so many prayer warriors that we would really like to ask those of you who pray regularly, intentionally, and thoughtfully uh, to add the missions, specifically the missionaries and their families and their mission works, to your prayer list. Whenever you receive an email from a missionary updating you, just stop and pray for them specifically, and then send them an email and say, hey, I just want you to know I prayed for you and your mission work. It's a simple thing, but as James says, the prayer of a righteous person accomplishes much. And I think that's the reason, really, not about Northside. It's all about God who has achieved so much in our missions because of the prayers of many of you. So continue to do that. The second thing you can do is, of course, to give. Uh, Now imagine, if you will, a blue form. Take that blue form or take your smartphone app or, or think about what you're intending to give. Fill out that form and make sure you bring it back and put it in the plate. Because we need to be able to plan and to work based on what you've intended to give. We're not going to send you a bill or an invoice. We just would ask you to thoughtfully and intentionally let us know uh, what you plan to, to do in supporting missions. I believe it's one of the best values you'll ever get. And finally, I want to encourage you to go. Northside wants to be a sending congregation. Uh, maybe God has placed on your heart the desire to be involved with missions, to take your, your family on a mission trip, or if you're a college student, to go on a campaign. I don't know how God is working, but if he is working, if he's nudging you, listen to that nudge. And if you'd like to know maybe how Northside could partner with you, uh, talk to Mark and the, anyone on the missions team. Contact them by phone or by email on your handout. And they'll be glad to get you pointed in the right direction. Today's been a wonderful day about the reason for the hope that we have and the people who are engaging in sending out the message. But it would be neglectful if I did not ask you if you needed to respond to the message. If you are not in Christ this morning, and you need to be, or if you've been in Christ but you've wandered away and you love our prayers, our encouragement, we want to walk with you and journey with you. If you have any need, please come as we stand and sing.